0: Welcome back to another episode of the Teen Catalyst podcast, helping teens fulfill their God-given potential and become men and women of impact. Now, you might be surprised that there's a Wednesday episode because the last couple of months... I have only been putting out a little bit longer episode on Fridays, but I'm bringing back another episode each week. It's going to be a shorter episode. It'll drop Wednesday morning, so we'll have the Wednesday morning podcast. We'll have the live stream Wednesday afternoons, and then that live stream audio will go out as a podcast on Friday mornings. So today I have a question that I sent in to Amy Dingman of A Farmish Kind of Life. She's got an awesome podcast and website all about homesteading, and she's also a pretty cool homeschool mom. She homeschooled, I think, three or four kids of her own, and a couple of them have graduated. She's got several still in school, so she knows what it's like to homeschool kids, and she's got a lot of really great information on it. So I think you'll enjoy this episode. Go ahead and listen in and then check out her podcast. Again, that's A Farmish Kind of Life. Do good work.
1: This is Amy Dingman from the Farmish Kind of Life podcast and website, and I'm back to answer another question about homeschooling. This question comes from Ken. Ken asked, how do you design a homeschool curriculum to fit the needs and interests of teenage students? He goes on to say, In my work with teens, I often come across the question from parents who are new to homeschooling and want to maintain the necessary studies while also giving their teens what they need to keep their mind activated and interested in what they're learning. Where is the dividing line between letting them jump from topic to topic, exploring everything that happens to capture their attention and keeping them focused and moving forward on the things that will help them create a life they actually enjoy living? And that question was from Ken. All right, Ken, I have a million different ways that I could take this question, but I'm, I'm just going to pick one and I'm going to go with it. Uh, first of all, you say that you often talk to parents who are new to homeschooling and they have older kids. So that brings a bit of difference into the answer when we're talking about teens. But I, I will say that those teen years can also be a time for even long-term homeschoolers to kind of start freaking out like, oh my gosh, now what we're doing matters now. There's kind of this belief out there that once you get to those teenage years or those high school years, like now what we're doing for school matters. And so if if that's kind of what you're freaking out about, you have to make sure to not fall into that, that frame of thinking because everything you've always done with your kids matters. You know, what they were learning when they were four mattered, what they learned when they're 10 mattered. It's It's not different when they get to be 14. It's not that it matters now it's that it still matters. So here's what I'd say. If, if you've got uh, kids that you're going to homeschool now and you're new to homeschooling, you've got teens and you're trying to figure out, okay, how, how do we how do we balance what they need to learn with what they want to learn? The first thing I would say is take some time to de-school. It's called de-schooling, which is basically like a school detox. Because here's the thing, your kid has been told what to do in school for however many years they've been in school. So when you decide to homeschool, give them some time to relax and think about life and think about their goals and their future without having all these deadlines that are kind of placed on them in public school. So it's like a school detox because you have to get rid of the residue of public school and all that that whole thing. You have to get rid of that before you can really jump into the awesomeness of homeschooling and understand what that's going to allow you to do. So when you do that, I mean your kid is gonna jump from thing to thing to thing because they finally can. You know, you decide to homeschool and then they have this freedom to explore something that's interesting to them rather than doing what some person somewhere decided a 13 year old is supposed to know or a 17 year old 17 year old is supposed to know, right? They have this freedom, so they're gonna explore that the second thing that I would say you mentioned being able to maintain necessary studies and so my question to anybody who is going to be homeschooling especially those older kids ask yourself what are necessary studies. And this is going to depend what state you're living in. This is going to depend on a whole bunch of different stuff, but what are necessary studies as it relates to your family? And I think a a really great way to do this is to sit down and have a conversation with your teen. When you decide we're going to homeschool, we're going to do this thing, have a conversation. What are we doing here? Here's my thoughts. I'd love to know your thoughts. Here's what I expect from you as a homeschool student. What are you expecting of yourself from this journey? Have those conversations with your teen you know, because then you can refer back to them if things get a little bit dicey. But it's good to know what your kids are thinking. What do they want to get out of this experience? What are their future goals? How can you take the freedom of homeschooling and that flexibility and work towards those goals now that they're not being, you know, crushed down by, you know, what the public school is doing? When my kids were homeschooling and they got older, I would say necessary studies for us was math and writing. I required that my kids did math and writing, but everything else was up in the air. That that was their deal to come up with, their deal to say, this is what I want to study. This is what I want to focus on. It was their choice. So they were really into music. My kids are musicians. And so they were big into that. They were big into putting motors into cars. They were big into building stuff. They were spending all their time in the garage. They were working on new recipes in the kitchen. One of my sons really loves to cook. And I was okay with that. Like those are life skills and that's great. And they're going to take those things and move forward in their future with that. So necessary studies are probably going to depend on your family, who you are as parents, what you expect, like I said, what state you live in and how closely you're going to follow their rules and what your kids' future plans are. You're not going to know any of that unless you sit down and have that conversation with them. So then where is that line between jumping around and keeping them focused and moving forward? That's going to be different for every parent and every kid. And you probably wanted a nice, pat, wonderful answer, but it's really hard to give that answer when we're talking about homeschooling. My way of thinking when my kids were homeschooling is that as long as they're not moving backwards, we're doing okay. As long as they're not stagnating, we are doing just fine. And sometimes moving forward in your studies and in your experiences looks different. But as long as you're moving forward, I figured we were doing okay. I think the hardest part about homeschooling those older kids and trying to figure out what to do and and balancing that, you know, here's what we want to learn. Here's what I want you to learn here, you know, making it all work out. I think the hardest part is trusting that they are learning what they need to learn when they're not doing school the way that you probably did. That's really hard to wrap your head around, especially when you are doing something different than everyone else around you is doing. So Ken, I hope that that kind of answered your question. Like I said, there's a million different ways I could have taken that question, but I gotta stay in a time frame here. So I hope that was helpful. If you wanna talk more about it, you can find me, Amy Dingman, on MeWe or Float, or you can go to my website, afarmishkindoflife.com.